Welcome to the new day, my fellow thinkers. I'm coming to you from cool, relaxed, and collected Buffalo, New York. I'm your host, Logan Eldine Misseldine. I welcome to today's Palace Thoughts. So, thanks for coming back, everybody. I'm I'm here once again. It's Friday, the the day of days, and um, I'm gonna start this off with sorry if there's any extra little bit of movement. I'm preparing for tomorrow, which is opening a squirrel season, so I'm just lubing up and getting lock stocked and cocked up here, so ready to ready to uh, go out and experience the woods once again. But right now I'm just uh cleaning off rust and other things that might have developed from my guns and so might be some clicking there's also a cat in here with me so she might start pestering at me so i'm gonna try and reduce as much unneeded noise as possible but just bear with me everybody but um i thought that in lieu of it being um on the eve of an outdoor adventure day that y'all are gonna see um, I got a new phone, uh, the other one busted, so y'all are going to see some better pictures, uh, I hope. So we're going to, I won't have to edit as much. I, I have a, I had a nice fancy little trick of making them look better than they actually did. But um, I thought that because of uh, this, the fact that I'm going out, that uh, I would recount another adventure in the woods, uh, even though this time it's not so much in the woods, but I am. Um, this one might be a little bit shorter too, so it's not going to be as long for all y'all. But I thought that this one would be about my time in Camp Bartlett, so we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna transition into that in a minute. Um, but yeah, no, this is a this was the premise I should give probably is that I was twelve years old. This is the first time I was on a scout trip without my dad. Uh, so this was, this was pretty formative, pretty big, and, uh, I felt pretty big for my britches, and I, uh, I obviously could not handle it on my own, uh, which we're gonna learn about, but we're gonna, we're gonna dip into that right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you guys a short little transition so I can gather my notes again. So, hold on tight, everybody. I'm coming back. Okay, hey everybody. Sorry for the long wait. I'm, I'm back now. I also had to wrangle my, uh, <laughs> my not so little kitten like cat from uh, underneath behind the dresser. She's been trying to hide from us periodically for no apparent reason. So you might hear some skittering or scattering, but um, no, we uh, no, uh, we're we're good to go now. So, so the story that I'm talking about was when I was twelve. It was at a camp called Camp. Bartlett, and this is in the northern, the, the northernmost part of Utah, uh, on located on and next to the the great well not the Great Bear Lake but just Bear Lake. Um, uh, this is a lake that's big enough to span between both Idaho and Utah, as well as being just being a very very large lake, uh, very full of uh, boat activity, fishing activity, uh, well, obviously scout activity, and just a lot of lounging. There's a lot of beach, beach you can relax on. It's a very fun lake. It's not too, 
terribly smelly from what I remember. So it's, it, it was pretty fresh. It's actually really fresh water. Um, and there's a camp called Camp Barlet located uh, just on one stretch of it, you know, stretch of privately owned land. And it's a really, it's a, it's a really pretty place. The lake is gorgeous, especially in the morning and the afternoons. Um, the water, um, I don't know what it is about, actually I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, everybody. Oh, man, terrible. But um, I don't know what it is about either just going out west, the higher elevation. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it just seems that the water out there and everything is just however many degrees so much cooler than out here in the east. I like, yeah, water gets kind of cold out here in the east, but just it just compared to what it is out west. Oh, my Atlanta, it's just crazy. It, it's just, and this is the midsummer too. And I just remember it was just the, the, some of the coldest water I've ever been in. Really clear though, really, really quality water. Um, but uh, I remember just the first, like the first day, just kind of lounging in the water after getting set up. We, uh, my troop had a what's called a spring bar tent, which is they're amazing. They're these large, large tents, and they're very easy to set up. Uh, they can fit. A lot of people, and they only have a few options. Or I mean, I don't know if they really exist anymore, but they only had a few options of uh, sizes. But they all fit like more at least at least five people at the very least, and their gear. Just very large, open, spacious tents with uh, I think because they had spring loaded uh, poles, which is where I think they get the name spring bar, which would make sense. But I remember we just had a uh, some community. Uh, we had like two community community. Uh, spring bars that were associated with the troop. And so we, we use those predominantly. And, um, I brought my own little tent for a gear tent. Cause I, you know, we just wanted, cause this is the first time I was waiting for my dad. So I just didn't, I didn't want to like be ostracized by anybody or ostracize myself. Um, not that like, like everybody already knew me, but this was my first year, like being there because I was old enough actually. And so like, I was actually part, part, part of the crew. Um, so you know, I wanted to fit in as best I could but, um, no, I'm getting off the point, but so the first day we set all that up, we just toured everything. There was, um, mo mo because of being on the, uh, the water, it was a, pre it predominantly had, uh, a lot of water activity, uh, from boating to swimming to anything to do with the water. And, uh, and at this point in my life, I was really, really into fishing. Um, and, tried hunting it at this point in my life. And so, uh, fishing took up a lot of my time, most of my time. And I still am a terrible fisherman. And I'll tell an old anecdote from that, but I, um, uh, I mean, there, there, there was everything that you needed on land. There were, there were some, there were campsites that weren't like not in amongst trees and there were paths and trails like you'll find in any other one. But, like I said, it was predominantly centered around the water activity, rightly so. But I um I, I enjoyed my time here, and I'm uh, being twelve and dumb. I cons I conscri uh, conscripted myself to not wearing any sunscreen throughout the whole thing because I felt like I o would only get tanner, and if I had sunscreen, that I wouldn't get tan whatsoever, and I didn't really care, and I didn't really think that sunscreen really applied to me because I have olive toned skin. I am white people. This is, this is, this is something I need to worry about, but more about that later as well. But, 
so we so we get along and we meet the staff and the staff you know meets with us and we eat and and uh we we enjoy our time and where it was a beautiful, beautiful week where hardly any clouds in the sky, no uh, negative or not negative weather, but no ill weather whatsoever. Um, and we uh, we just really had a, a blast the first night and just ate and talked and told stories about uh, how this Bear Lake connects to Scotland's uh, Loch, uh, Loch Ness Monster Lake. I forgot what that's called, probably Loch Lake or something. But, um, we, uh, you know, you know, and, and told a ton of Chuck Norris jokes. This is the time of uh, Chuck Norris jokes, like heyday, pretty much, uh, at least in my life. Um, and so we uh, continued on that path for a while, uh, and then um, we, I, I, the classes I signed up for, uh, there, there was some, there was forestry, and there was some online ones, but the ones that I was most excited about were the. Uh, was uh, I took rowing and I took uh, water sports. I actually took water sports. Um, I'm not particularly skilled or enjoy that to its fullest extent necessarily, but I, uh, you know, I was excited and most of my friends were doing it. So I decided, you know what, why not? Not that like, I didn't want to do it. I just, you know, I was like, Oh, let me, I, I was more for being with them than anything else. But I, one thing I really want to do is wakeboarding. So, cause I didn't, for whatever reason, anything to do with skiing has never really appealed to me. Skiing isn't really my thing. Um, I've done it once, but I didn't really like it. I like boards more. Obviously, you know, I'm a longboard as well. But so we get to this class, and uh, it was ran. It, it was run by the um, the uh, director of the camp, and he was up there in age. Uh, crotchety. I mean, not, yeah, he was he was crotchety. I'm not gonna lie, he was crotchety, and he he uh, he was stuck in his ways, and he had a very pompous attitude. Probably hence why he became the director. But he uh, he ran that class because I think it was the most popular, and so I'm surprised I even made it in. You know, waitlist and stuff. I learned about this stuff later, but um, I. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I was amongst the, like the middle class. So we'd already had some beforehand. And so we had already some experience to talk about how annoying these kids were, this, that, and that, and that, this thing and that thing. And, um, we get, you know, obviously the first day we don't get on the water yet. And, you know, some just procedural stuff, some paperwork and stuff. Cause this is for a merit badge. It's not just for fun. So there's not like anything that, you know, to just get out there already. But, um, I, uh, I remember you know, the next couple of days, like we're just all thirsting for wakeboarding. Everybody does and everybody would. And I think he didn't like that. I think because he's old school or whatever he, and he said that we were going to try skiing first, water skiing. And I said, okay, that's part of water sports, whatever. We get it. We get it. And so I could, I couldn't get up on, I couldn't get up on the skis. I just couldn't. And he only ever gave us like one or two tries before we switched out and out of the boat. There was not that much time. Especially based off of you know how to get the boat going, get everybody you know everybody instructed and reminded of how to do it, and, and this this and that. So like, you know, we only ever got like one or two tries to get up off the up onto the onto the onto the water, and so I uh, I never I and, and that's where I I never was successfully able to do it. But then 
you know, by like the second day, he told everybody like, I, you know, I, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, this and that about the, about wakeboarding, but we need to also bring back, you know, water skiing. It's, it's just as good. And it's where you start. So until you can actually get up on the water on the skis, I'm not going to let you get up on the wakeboard, which is absolutely ridiculous. Cause I'm much more inclined with a board in any way than I am with skis. And it just, it was, it was so ridiculous in the way, but it, not so much the, the rule he had, but just the reasons why and the way he did it, the way he enforced it was just completely out of line and ridiculous. But, and so that annoyed me. Um, I got, I ended up getting my rowing and I ended up getting, oh, well, actually, no, I ended up getting rowing and that was about it from that, from this camp. But, uh, at one point, um, the, with the, with my troop, um, the other class, uh, the one kid was kind of, uh, uh, uh he was kind of, a not, not a doofus, but like, you know, he, he kind of like just kind of dicked around a little bit every once in a while and just kind of joked around, but like, he honestly just didn't want to get in the water. It was just too cold that day for him. And he just wasn't feeling good. And he's like, you know, I'm out in this boat. Cause I don't want to like not be in on this class and have to, you know, face the scout master and be like, why aren't you in class or anything like that? So he, he was on, on, on the boat, but, uh, Mr. Camp director was like, no, you're on this boat. You're getting in the water and you're on this boat. You're getting in the water. And I've heard him tell this to people all the time. And so he finally got fed up with, uh, my friend's attitude and he essentially threw him out of the boat. And as he grabbed on the side, you know, he, he started prying up his fingers and, and all that and got him into the water. Like he forced his way on him onto the water and, you know, made him do it. And yes, that, that was, a, that was another thing that happened with that. But the next day, and it wasn't my friend, I, I know, cause we were all in the same tent and, uh, we all, we all planned something like this, but we never actually went through with it. But, um, uh, the next morning, we went to morning announcements, and there's a song that anytime the staff wants to be kind of incurable pranksters or anything like that, uh, to whoever's making the announcements, they will, as, as soon as it gets to the point of announcements, they'll sing the announcement song, which goes, which begins with announcements, 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 and, and then it goes on for like 10 minutes on all, all different little ditties about cows and uh, who knows what else? I totally forgot all about that. Um, <laughs> but and he, they did that this every morning because this guy was a dick, and he, he let it slide. But today he just like shut them down, like screamed in their face, was like enough, and like you know this is important. And so he goes on and on about how this earlier that night, because uh, he had a special cabin. The rest of the staff slept in tents in a certain area, but he had this cabin that was in the middle of the camp. Uh, separated from the staff. And so he he uh, said that he tried to get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. And outside of his um, cabin was a huge assortment of trash and trash bags laid out in front of him. And as he went to go and try pick up a clean it up, a skunk came out and terrified him. And so he was trapped into his cabin until morning until the skunk left and so he went on and on about how we are boy scouts this is against our every belief and who i'm gonna find who did this and you know i'm gonna interrogate even the staff no one is gonna leave this camp and not have confessed something that they know and la da 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 he kept going on and on and on and on about how 
you know, this is not right. This is improper conduct for somebody with associated with the B, um, the BSA. And he was just going on and on and everybody had to keep from laughing. I, and we never found out who did it. He never interrogated me personally. Um, he, he stayed there for, I don't, I don't know. I've never went back. So I never know if he stayed director, camp director, but, um, there was that. And then, um, then other than that, everything went fine. I, um, I did a lot of swimming. Oh man, I, I did way too much swimming. I did an incredible amount of swimming. And at one point, and this is gonna be kind of gross. So if, if, if you don't want to hear some gross man's like man anatomy stuff, you might want to move on. But, Oh man, I I swam so much and I played in the shallows for so long one day that all of a sudden I stood up and like just everything but my balls, my dick, everything was just burning and just it just was so chafed. This is the first time I ever got any sort of chafing. And it just so it was just burning and just scraped and every step I took was agony. Agony. So I went straight to my little personal tent, got just stripped down and just brushed off and just lay there spread eagle. For about like an hour before it went dark, and it was just, I was just sitting there in agony, just brushing myself off from all the sand that was in between me, and just, oh, I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna fall off. I seriously thought I was just gonna just, just become detached from my body and just take a hike. But we, um, yeah, so I, I, I recovered from that, uh, and, um, I enjoyed the rest of my evening from then. I, I didn't start chafing again for a while, but, uh, throughout, throughout my free time, uh, I was able to fish. And so, uh, I would stand out in the shallows and just try to hunt down fish. I think what was in the area was a lot of carp. There's a lot of carp out in Utah for sure. And, um, uh, I think there has been for a long while, but, uh, someone caught some carp and I had a, I don't, I don't know if it's a maps, but I, ha- I know I had a spinner. I know I had a spinner. My dad said that it was one of the best lures of all time. And, you know, everybody caught everything on a spinner. I never caught anything on the spinner. But I, I did end up getting a hit. But I had such a lightweight uh, 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 line, fishing line, that it snapped on me. Uh, it probably snapped on something else as well. But I was so disappointed because I knew, because I knew, I knew I had something. I knew I had a hit. And I just, it just devastated me. I, I lost my, one of my favorite lures to just, have fun with and just help me actually think without having to catch a fish and and it just oh, i felt so just 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 disrupted in my spirit i it was the first time then we talked about it and we figured it out and i didn't buy any bait which i should have but yeah there was that but by the end of it oh holy crap i uh it was nuts i uh i never used sunscreen i never did anything never put lotion on so my skin i mean it was it got really dark uh got really really dark i liked it i didn't peel or anything on my shoulders but what ended up happening is my nose got roasted like just marshmallow roasted like black almost i mean not black but like just soup like it was just it was just caked and it was crackling i didn't know i didn't look in a mirror once that entire time and so i obviously wore different clothes every day but i ended up putting on the same thing that i put on the day i left so by the time I got my got home with my peeling skin, my really dark skin, my peeling nose, and the same clothes that I had worn, my mother went into hysterics. She questioned me. He left and right, like, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you do this? Did you do that? And I said, yes, no, yes, no, like, just like that. 
And so I, uh, I thought that when I finally looked in the mirror, I was convinced that I was turning into a lizard person and that finally my dream of becoming a reptile of any sort, um, was finally coming true. And that finally my, my macabre mind was finally being satisfied with, uh, the ability that I will now be able to, uh, do reptilian things. And so I was super, super related, but then I got super bummed when we started peeling, but I had a lot of fun on this scout trip and I had, um, um, some humorous anecdotes. And this is where I learned that, uh, peeing on a fire is not necessarily a good idea. Uh, when everyone is still awake, uh, I had some embarrassing moments with, 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 with that. Um, we, uh, had an interesting conversation about Muslim, uh, cultures, not that any, like anything in particular, any sort of opinions, but just, uh, don't make jokes about it in front of everybody. Uh, it's more what it was. Uh, Jeff Dunham was, popular at this point so uh, a lot of Ahmed was coming around uh, a lot of jokes like that and uh, on long similar lines of those jokes if you know what I'm talking about but uh, we uh, no, there, there was a lot to learn and there's a lot to learn about myself and how to deal with uh, crappy adults as I'll put it um, especially set off a, not a chain reaction but a set of similar experiences that I noticed in my life that I've experienced with specifically authoritative figures and that aren't really authority other than just those, that specific event or organization and just how attitude and ego can get in the way and stuff. And I just, I learned a lot about how to, how to deal with that personally. And especially if I'm not willing enough to do something and stand up to it, um, which a lot of times I'm not, um, especially not openly verbally. Um, I'm just a little timid when it comes to that, when it comes to confrontation with, uh, with anybody really, I'm not gonna even lie with the confrontation in general, but, um, we, uh, you know, and just, and learn a lot about how, uh, you know, you know, to work as a team and to, to, you know, be there for one another, even during those things, you know, I, me and my friend were, we weren't the closest, but after that, I, uh, you know, just thought to hang with him and chill with him a little bit more than I would have thought to. He was a little bit older than me, but, uh, you know, just talking through some stuff and the best is my 12 year old self could do. But, um, I, uh, you know, I also, um, you know, just learned a lot about myself and that, yeah, maybe a little bit of sunscreen would help, but. I mean, with, with, with that, like that, that, that was such a unique experience because most of my camping was within wooded areas. So my, my face was not exposed to the sun 24 seven, but also being right on the lake and most of my activities being water derived in the middle of July, summer in the sky, like being open, no clouds, like just constantly being roasted by UV just from above and below from the reflection of the water. Like that wasn't a good idea at all. But I, I still never use sunscreen until I became an adult after that, uh, and I know, and I never got burnt like that again, even despite that. But I um, no, I uh, I took I took that with a grain of salt as well, and learned to at least allow somebody else to remind me to do it uh, and not fight them. Um, you know, and just you know, it was just another experience. It was my first one alone, and I um. You know, it wasn't my most formative time, but it was a it was a good enough time to teach me a, a lot of things of how to how to be kind of self sufficient without a uh, anybody from your specific tribe to be there. 
you know, and I, you know, and the troop was family and we were all family with one another, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's different, you know, it's easier to ask for things or not, or it's harder to ask for things depending on what it is. Uh, if it's not your blood relatives that you live with every day, especially at 12 years old. Um, I know there did not happen to be any cute female, uh, uh, staff there, which I was half disappointed by. I was a real Casanova back in the day. I love to uh, flirt, but um, but no, I wasn't like all the rest of the twelve-year-olds and eleven-year-olds that like to flirt. Like I'd I'd be respectful and leave them alone. Um, yeah, bullshit. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I um, no, I I really I really liked that experience. Uh, even if it wasn't, it was just purely based off of. Uh, how much fun I had in camp after I got grilled by uh, Mr. Camp Director, uh, water ski aficionado. I, th- I think he was actually like somebody who had actually won tournaments or something stupid like that. I don't know. I I can't remember his backstory. I really didn't care enough to remember. But no, and then yeah, this is a bit of a shorter story. Uh, I there's not so much to tell on it, but. I uh, I really enjoy telling this one just because it is shorter and it is it is, is isn't so much uh, to to pack in and I most of my experiences have a lot to do with uh, a lot of deep adventure. But this one was just more of just a simple you know relaxing time. You know it's it's a good place to go. I'm sure it's a better place now. I'm sure Mister Aficionado isn't there anymore. So if you guys ever somehow make your way to it as a, a scouts or Whatever you can do, you know these go, Bear, going to Bear Lake is a wonderful time. There's a wonderful cave nearby. Uh, I don't think it's cave. No, it's not Timpanogos, but um, I, I think it's either Timpanogos or it's uh, another one. But there's a. It, it's really beautiful. Been there a handful of times. Um, it's really enjoyable. I mean, it gets cold in there even in the middle of summer. It's a cave, which uh, you know it gets freaky. They do the whole you know turn the lights off and think you know if you could find your way back out. Because it, it, it's a one-way, so there's no going deeper. There's no anything like that. But it, it was a lot of fun. I remember doing that right after, too. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do out there. I definitely recommend it. Right in the middle of the Rockies, just beautiful scenery, beautiful everything. The lake is gorgeous. Um, I mean, yeah, especially if you like lakes and doing stuff like that. I uh, definitely recommend it, especially if you're a boater or a fisherman. There's a lot of stuff, good stuff to do there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, uh, you know, guys keep up the good work listening here and I love the feedback I'm getting on the Instagram and I know I need to put more stuff on the Facebook. I'm, um, yeah, I just, I don't have time to make show notes at this moment. You know, it's just not, for the stuff that I want to do and the way I want to do it. I just, I'm not allowing myself enough time. Uh, and I fully admit that and that might sound shitty, but it's just what's kind of happening right now. But I totally uh, love anything you guys have to say to me. I haven't had anything negative happen yet, which is fantastic, but I, uh, I, uh, I guess more of you listen than probably end up happening, but I, uh, you know, I really love feedback. Feedback is my favorite thing on this. It lets me know exactly where I need to move and what I need to move to. And I, um, you know, I'm looking to do some new stuff. I'm looking to try to make my uh, own name on this and it's all adventure based, obviously, like I've, I've said, but I, uh, all adventure based, based in the adventures of either the mind, the body, or the spirit. And, uh, you know, I love to share that with everybody. And so I want you guys to, 
consider uh, something with me, and I'm gonna probably put this put this into place sometime soon. But I, um, I uh, there's a there's something that I did down south during my time there. Was it was called a story swap? So people would meet once a week at this local restaurant, this little ca- coffee shop, and we would share stories. It didn't matter if we'd re- written them. It didn't matter if we had. Uh, or uh, experience them, or if they're anecdotes, or they're short, or they're semi-long. They didn't really keep a time limit, but you can kind of tell when enough was enough. But it was just story swap. So I heard a lot of good stories, a lot of good adventure. I shared some of these stories, shared some of these adventure stories, and I read, and I, I even wrote in more of a prose form some of the adventures that I even had down there that I can recite to you. And uh, I loved it. It was just story swap, and it was great, and it was a good time, and you know, you learned a lot about people you might not ever see again. And, uh, you know, and there was a, they had some core crew that shared every week and it was a really great time, really a lot of fun. It was more than just like a poetry reading, but it was, you know, getting really to know people deeper than that and learning some people's stories and just hearing some really cool stuff. And I really enjoyed it. And I have thought of bringing it back in some local cafes and I just might, I might just go push and be like, Hey, you know, this is a really good idea. You know, I might bring some business in, you know, maybe open up a little bit later and, you know, I'd obviously host it the best I could. And, you know, it's something that I just, I really love. I love that storytelling. That's, that's one of my biggest things. Um, always want to do it. And so I was thinking, and I'm going to bring this to the point. I was thinking about how maybe if, I could do a similar thing here on the podcast. And what I mean by that is that um, here on Anchor, they uh, do a thing where you can send in voice messages. I don't know how long they can be or have to be. I'd have to look deeper into that. But uh, there's that. Or also, I think we can also record podcasts together online through this site. I think that's what it says you can do. Um, all right, there's either that. And I was thinking that if we, we could make, if, if we, me and you, Yes, you listen to who's listening. Well, um, can be able to uh, story swap through here, so that you know I'm already telling uh, my stories here on this podcast, and um, you're sitting there, and you might have stories you might want to share with the world in general. And uh, I think that we can bring them together. I think you can either you know come on here and recite them with me, and you know I'll, I'll definitely listen. I love hearing good stories. I'm not going to overshadow you. You know you'd run the show for that episode. Uh, be my little spotlighted guest. I don't care if you're famous or not, um, or if you have a super long story. But if you have something you'd like to share, you know, we could talk a little bit ahead of time and see if you know it's something that you know. And, and it doesn't necessarily have to fit on the theme of adventure. It really doesn't. I don't really mind talking about things that don't have to deal with adventure because you know stories are an adventure into somebody else's experience. So it is an adventure in a sense, but you know, it doesn't have to deal with the theme adventure. But um, you know, I. You know, I, I don't care if it's raunchy. I mean, like, obviously, I'm not going to want to hear about your sexcapades with your, your wife when you were 14. I mean, if it's part of the story, uh, you know, keep that at least a little bit lighthearted and uh, vague. <laughs> don't really want to know the nitty-gritty details. Um, I might. No, I'm not, definitely not going to tell some. I don't know why I thought that my wife would kill me, and she listens to this. So, <laughs> love you, babe. But, um... I, uh, you know, I, you know, any, anything like that, like any language, I don't really care any, any gruesomeness. I don't really mind at all. Uh, that's not, it's not anything that I'm too concerned about. I, uh, yeah, but no, like, uh, we can figure out a way. Um, and maybe even if you're gun shy, you don't have any access to technology like that to be able to share with that or, um, 
you're not comfortable with your voice or if you think that uh, it's stupid to sound, you think that my voice could tell it better or if you just don't have time, it's probably more like it, uh, more likely. Um, you know, you could probably write up the story and I, I'll, I'll, I'll rep you here. I'll, I'll, I'll represent you. I'll do my best to give the story um, a good enough spin. I, I, I'll, I'll literally read what you want me to say, you know, the way that you said it, you know. Um, I might even, you know, if you, if you want to send that in, we'll, I'll even call you or we'll, we'll talk for a little bit, email back and forth a little bit, just some questions I might have. And because I want to be able to represent your story the best way possible if I'm going to recite it for you. I don't want to botch it. I don't want to, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, this, this way or that way of you. And, you know, if you have a hard time writing out your stories or emotions, I could definitely help. I'm a really good uh, story writer too. I've, I've helped some people write some stuff before and, you know, it's just an idea. It's just something that I'd like to do. And I think that there's a lot of room for it. And I'm going to be asking on Instagram and Facebook too, that anybody that wants to, we can, we can figure this out. Um, I got to learn how to use Skype or something on this too. So that, you know, if we need, need be, but I'm very technology handicapped right now. Um, I, uh, <laughs> so I, we, we could definitely figure it out. I don't think that it, it would, take too much or take too long but if that's something that you guys are interested in i know uh, i don't have a lot of listeners right now at the moment but like even if you know this is later in the future for me doing this that anybody hears this it's definitely going to still be thrown out there for anybody who wants it um uh definitely just uh you know contact me throw me a throw me a yes or no yay or nay or you know here's my story idea i, I would definitely love to collaborate with all of you um, I really don't care for famous. I love more. There's more stories out there than are told in common media and you don't have to be. And some, and most of the best stories are from people that, you know, live humble lives, you know? So we, uh, um, we, uh, you know, we, we can do this together. I would really enjoy contacting with all of you. So, uh, I'm going to end that here. Um, just let me know what y'all think of that. You know, uh, have a great weekend, everybody. It's going to be a good one, at least here in Buffalo. Um, lots planned out, lots planned up. Uh, get you guys pumped about something. Fall is coming. Lots to do. Um, we, um, we, 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 we can do it. We can prepare for winter. We got this. So with that, everybody, do something noteworthy, even if it's only for yourself.